0: backslash ai prompt to get you started now good luck scooob believer To the Undiscovered Entrepreneur, the podcast where brand new entrepreneurs come to life and could quite possibly be discovered. Join me, DJ Scoob, and the rest of the Scoob believers as we help these new businesses become a reality. And now, away we go. We now join DJ Scoob, in the coaching of Deborah Newt, already in progress. Okay, so we're going to go ahead and get started here. And, um, oh, I also want to mention, thank you for the shout out on your podcast. Appreciate that.
1: Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> our pleasure. Uh, Christine, uh, Chris did it. Um, but, you know, I've listened to, and it's just, it's like the support we're getting from our, our group on Twitter is mind-blowing.
0: Oh, it is.
1: Have you been on that, in that group for a long time?
0: um not for a really long time maybe four months four or five months
1: yeah. okay so not much longer than us yeah um it's just been mind-blowing because this is all very new um uh, it, it, it's been an absolute like breath of like it, it's been like the first real breath of um vitality into the podcast because we don't we've never podcasted which is an idea we never really thought we were going to go through with it. But then when you start getting this encouragement, you're like, wait a second, maybe we're onto something. Maybe we are putting something out there that it's kind of like what we were saying before. Um, it's, it's just so heartwarming and uh, amazing. And, but you not only, you know, support the podcast, but I think that Chris was having this audio right. issue and you helped her, you know, just completely selflessly. And it's, it's just really, really appreciated. You probably, again, you probably think oh, anybody would do that, but that's not necessarily true. So.
0: You'd be You've surprised how many people I've actually sent that video to. Yeah, <laughs> It's, it's yeah. amazing to me. Like, they're like, well, I know I'm starting a podcast, but I don't know how to edit. Okay. Here. Boom. Hey, I'm having wow. some editing problems here. Boom. You know? And it's wow. like,
1: <laughs> it's amazing. Oh, it's, it's a, it's an amazing trait to have this, you know, this compassion and this wanting to share your knowledge and, uh, yeah, it's very admirable.
0: Oh, well, <laughs> so good that, that, that's why they pay me the little bucks around here, I guess. So.
1: That's <laughs> right. So someone has to make that money. <laughs> no, we are going to make a ton of money. Pots that's right. full.
0: That's right. right.
1: Okay. All right. Our- yeah.
0: <laughs> okay. So um, what i like to do is just kind of get an idea of what you want to talk about. If you can tell me a little bit about what's on your mind and what kind of mm-hmm. things you want to get get out there that we could talk about.
1: Sure. I mean I guess I could give you just a, a, an overview I'm not sure about you know what I particularly no I think I do know what I want to talk about um, so I um, okay I'm from Ottawa, Canada. I left um, in my third year of university to go to England to do a student exchange. I was doing international business and um, I met my husband there so we were young 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 and he's um, from Greece. And anyway, we ended up getting married. I moved to Greece. So I haven't lived in Canada since I was like, well, really 20 sort of thing. Like I just, I left, I finished my studies, came to Greece. I'm in Greece now. Uh, we have a daughter. She's 15. But we separated. It was my, I wanted to separate at last year. Um, so... I, and as I, as in my thirties, I, I was diagnosed with, um, um, depression and pretty severe. And, uh, and then, you know, sort of through psychotherapy, I didn't do much psychotherapy, but I, I realized that I, I've been depressed since I was like 12, you know, like I just, it explained, I'm not sure if you have any experience with depression, but okay. So it just explained like this. I have this stomach, uh depression, which is just this underlying, uh, underlying inability to be happy. Like I'm fully, fully functional, very capable. You know, nothing I can't do, kind of thing. But just anytime a positive thought would come into my mind, a negative would come. Negative would come and just eat it right up. So yes. I just, I think I, I, I got very, it got very built into my my psyche and my subconscious that I'm just not entitled to happiness. I'm not entitled, you know, happiness is for other people. It's not for me. Um, Suffering is for me. Um, You know, being the martyr is for me. And so um, anyway, so I I got on medication and then I tried to go off a few times, but just ended up in the same boat. So I just was finally diagnosed with like um, what's it called? Like, um, chronic depression. So I'm on a fairly low dose of of antidepressants. And um, like to the point, like I I remember when my daughter was born, I was actually suicidal. That was when I was about 37. And then I just, um, my marriage already wasn't very good. But um, I just, whenever, so there are two things I want to say about this. I just, I never said, okay, I'm just going to take this medication and and that's it. I I, I started doing everything, like, every, like you name it, exercise. I did it and I still do it. I actually ended up doing yoga so much that I ended up teaching yoga for uh, about four years. That's cool. Um, yeah. And, and the philosophies and, and um, just reading psychology and numerology and, you know, tarot like we were talking about and just trying to find like I, I was trying to find Find like a bigger context, um, just so, so some some bigger explanations. Some um, try to find like my purpose in this world. I think to make some sort of sense. Like if I'm here and I'm miserable, why am I here? There's got to be a reason. I don't, you know. Anyway, so it was just it was a, you know. It, I always believe that. Um, Something good comes out of something negative, so I just always almost felt grateful to my depression for making me go down that route of finding happiness, finding joy, finding purpose, um, and just looking at things a little bit more introspectively and, and uh, deeply. So um, I just like I also went in uh, 2010. I was working for a company. I work for a shipping company now. Thank God, it's a great company, but it's a full time very very demanding. I mean, I only work eight and a half hours, you know, a day. It's not like I'm working 12 hours a day, but it's, it's demanding. But I was working for another company and my then boss got investigated for fraud. Um, and unfortunately that ended up taking about 15 of us down the, the legal route. We got charged. I was his PA and um, it was absolutely terrifying absolutely terrifying. A lot of shame. I felt I hadn't told my parents in Canada. I was like, look at me. Like I, I totally screwed up my life. I'm here on these. These are felony charges. And, um, you know, I just, just so much shame, but it was also like a self-fulfilling prophecy because I, I just always was convinced that I was meant to feel bad in this life. So I think that I was, I'm not sure if you, you know, read a lot about manifesting and, and stuff like that, but you know, manifesting is great when you're manifesting the right stuff, when you're manifesting these deeply held beliefs to come true over and over again, it's, it's debilitating. Right. And so, so last year, anyway, I just, again that made me go even deeper into like spirituality and all that stuff because i was like i have to get through this i have a daughter to raise i right. i can't and in greece so these things it took 11 years for the case to end it ended last year in 21 and the whole thing started in 2010. so um one about so in about 2018 i i was feeling okay about the case um but really it was hard work getting there um i just decided that why am i in this marriage like i just what am I trying to prove? And to whom? Why, why, do, why do I have to suffer? Why do I have to keep making this the reality of my life? So I started the very, very difficult process of telling my husband that I don't want to be married anymore. Um, and for various reasons, um, including the quarantines, I couldn't actually move out of the house until last year. Um, but in, again, I, you know, I see the positive side of things and I think actually it was really good. Cause although the, the fights in the beginning were horrible, 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 it forced us to learn to coexist, like get past the anger. Like, I think if we had separated when I was really angry, we probably would have separated really badly, really, really badly. And we have a kid and I didn't want that. Um, but because we were sort of forced to stay together and coexist and, work through our anger, we ended up separating, thank the Lord, really well. So we're still able to even, we can even go out for coffee together and make decisions about our daughter and and all that stuff. So last year in September, the case ended and we were all acquitted because of course we didn't do anything. Um, and I separated from my husband. And so I'm just in this place where I'm like, oh my God, I am, I am free. I am, I'm not waiting anymore for anything. I do not accept unhappiness by any, you know, like I just, and I'm 52. I'm not, you know, I'm not, I mean, I'll be 52 this week. I, I don't, I don't want to say Happy <laughs> birthday. Thank you. The 21st. Um I'm just like in this super excited phase of my life where I just showed how sort of kick-ass I was by (laughs) going through everything I went through, but I'm ready to have less negative experiences, fewer negative experiences and more positive experiences. So um, I'm just really excited about life. I'm still on medication, um, but that's okay. And uh, menopause has kind of screwed me up a little bit but I've got that sort of under control so um so life coaching uh I did the course I guess just last year seems like ages ago I did the course, just a you know no maybe six month course on life coaching and um um oh what was I gonna say and uh Oh, and then just this this time last year, Chris and I, you know, we, she lives up in a town. She lives, she goes back and forth between Boston and Greece. And when she's in Greece, she lives in a town about four hours from me. And we were having our, you know, sort of annual Christmas drinks. (laughs) And uh, I was saying, God, you know, there's just so much I don't know. Like, I just really, I can barely have a conversation at like a dinner table because I just don't know. I'm smart. And I, I I do my job. Well, it's it's nothing to do with intelligence. It's just that I never had the opportunity to look all this stuff up that I'm interested in. I don't even know when the first world war was and and all this stuff. And she was like, we need to make a podcast out of that. It was just so random. And we were laughing. We were like, Oh my God, like who the hell is going to listen to us kind of thing. But then, you know, famous last words, um, thank God for Chris, because I think I would have, because with my full, Chris is busy too. She has three kids. Um, She doesn't work outside the home, but she's, she's busy. Um, But my just was getting, you know, we started in, let's say February. And there were a few points when I was like, I I can't do this. I can't prepare these topics and keep up with the social media and work and this and that. And she was like, you can. (laughs) So all of a sudden I'm in this exciting place when we started to get more listens and some positive feedback and stuff like that. I'm in this exciting place where I have these, I have my job, thank God, but I have these two really fun side gigs, um, life coaching. I've only done, <clears throat> I haven't done any paid work yet. Like I've only done a little bit of, um, you know, like let's say practice sessions with mm-hmm. people. Um, But I'm ready to get out there. And and but I think honestly it had to do it had to do with my own insecurities too. Again, like we were saying, it's like who am I to tell people stuff? Um, you know, what I get this thing with, you know, with anxiety, I get this thing with brain fog, and I, you know, then I was like, okay, I'll be in the middle of a session and my brain will like fog over, and you know, I won't be able to do this. And I just think I'm ready, I'm finally in a place where I, I do believe I can do this. And um and the podcast is something that we're working on, you know, we're we're working on a logo. We um, you know, we're trying to get ourselves onto the different apps, I'm sure you can know, like Newsly and and all that stuff. So that's something like I don't feel like I don't feel like I need help with the podcast so much because I feel like it's kind of taking on a life of its own. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've also got Chris. You know, partnering with her is great because she's very um, good at like looking into stuff and seeing how we can get on a certain app and and that kind of stuff. So I think we've kind of split our capabilities, you know, sort of well. Um, so I think that I guess what I would ask about more would be how do I, well, really, how do I get the live coaching off the ground? Um you know I know there's when I was a yoga teacher it was 100% word of mouth like I just it was wonderful it just my phone just started ringing and ringing and ringing but um you know life coaching in Greece hasn't really caught on which of course means there's an opportunity there mm-hmm. Uh, but you kind of have to explain to people what it is, and thank God I speak the language, so that's not a barrier. So, so that's kind of where I am.
0: <laughs> okay. I hope
1: that was an okay introduction.
0: No, it's great. You actually had a lot of great information to me to work for me to work. with. Oh, okay. so okay, I've already got half a page here written down okay. <laughs> of things that I want to talk about here. Oh, it's, yay. So it sounds like to me that the main thing you want to talk about is, is the life coaching. That's what you end with is the life coaching. And that's kind of where you want to take this conversation is the life coaching. Is that right?
1: Yes, or I'm just muting my phone, which I forgot to do. That's okay. Um, yes. Yes. Okay.
0: Uh, that's exactly what I want to talk about. All right. So um, let's see. Okay. So I got so much here. First of all, you've been, you've been through a lot. You've yeah. been through a lot in your lifetime and a lot of it actually is kind of the same story that I have, believe it or not.
1: It doesn't surprise me for some reason. I really feel that. <laughs> I'm not that I'm happy that you went through any of that, but I just, I knew it. I just knew it.
0: <laughs> but taking these life experiences and incorporating into what you talked about, what you talk about with your clients is really what you, how you want to get things started because then you have a commonality between you and your yeah. clients. And Mm -hmm. having a story to be able to tell a personal story to your client saying, hey, you know, I went through a similar situation, blah, 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 blah. This is my situation. I mean, so they feel like you actually have a a stake in this thing. You've experienced these things. So when you have a client in front of you, don't be afraid to open up to your personal experiences and stories. Mm -hmm. That way you Mm -hmm. have some kind of like commonality with your client, especially Mm -hmm. when it comes to life coaching. Life coaching yeah. is a lot different than entrepreneur coaching, but they, yes. still, they still have a merge in there somewhere. It's coaching of some yeah. kind. Of so it really co- boils down to um, telling stories that are common to what you both are experiencing. Mm-hmm. So, for example, for me, um, I have a 30-year-old son and a 28-year-old daughter wow. um, through my first marriage. Mm -hmm. And uh, that was a very, very messy marriage that Mm -hmm. was, you know, she actually ended up leaving me for another man. So um, who ended up raising my kids?
2: Oh, God.
0: So uh, my second marriage, uh, we are actually still in close contact, still really good friends. Uh, She actually suffers from a similar depression as you. So that's yeah. why I, I know your situation because I've, mm-hmm. I've actually seen it from the outside, what she's gone right. through. Right. Um, so it's, yeah, it's, it's very similar to what we've, you know, what you described to me.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, but all that knowledge gives you, all that knowledge and all that situation you've gone through gives you the power to be able to explain and, and have a mm-hmm. common denominator with whoever else you're talking to. And it's so vast that you're going to have a lot of. Be, you're going to be able to do that with a lot of different people. Yeah, yeah. So, so like even when you start your when you start your uh, life coaching, you could even specialize yeah. in those type of people because you have that experience. You yeah. see what I'm saying? So you can actually yeah. niche niche down that life coaching to people that deal with depression, people that deal right. with um, with loss, people that deal with um relationships that end the way yours did, that kind of thing. That way instead of Mm -hmm. having such a bold, I'm a life coach. Yes. You could you could niche that down to I'm a life coach that deals with depression and that blah 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 blah. Yep.
1: I'm just making notes if you see me looking down.
0: No, that's I want you to. Okay. The more I see you look down the better actually because I know you're taking
1: Okay, great. Right, yeah, so it's okay. I'm, I'm scribbling.
0: <laughs> so, um, a couple of other things, Deb, I want to talk about is um, you mentioned that you have a brain fog sometimes.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Okay, do you still experience that every once in a while? I do. Okay, it's
1: better. I actually, I took on a. I've done so many tests all year. I think it's related to various stuff, but uh, partially to menopause. Um, I'm taking, um, an additional antidepressant, antidepressant. Anyway, it's something sort of neurological Mm -hmm. that is coming and sort of complementing what I was already taking and knock on wood. I've been much better for about a month. I still have it a little bit when I get anxious, Mm -hmm. but it's not as debilitating as it has been. So it's better.
0: Okay. So I'm going to ask you a very kind of weird question. Okay. I like those good. Okay. What is your your diet? Like, tell me about what you, Mm. what you eat and that kind of thing on a, on a regular basis.
1: Okay. Yes. Um, I actually eat quite healthily. I I like healthy food. I um, like in the morning, I'll have like a rice cake with tahini and a bit of uh, uh, honey Um, then I'll have a banana then for lunch, I I take to work, you know, it might be like steamed beets, a cucumber lettuce. I'll have some cottage cheese in there. Might throw in some tuna. Um, I always have to have like a piece of chocolate. I don't have a huge chocolate bar, but I'll have a, you know, a couple of pieces of chocolate to, Mm -hmm. (laughs) to help. I don't know. It's usually around two or three in the afternoon. So I'm tired by that point. Um, the evening is when I fall down there are two fall downs that I do. I, I'm so hungry when I come home from work that I'll just, you know, grab like a wrap and throw some cheese in there and that'll be it.
2: Mm-hmm. And
1: so so like it's very rare. Like I, I don't cook. Like I I won't, I like I eat healthily, but I don't, I, I don't eat a lot of quinoa or whatever you call it, quinoa and, and stuff like that. But, you know, there's not a lot of like, meat in my diet. I don't sure if you're a vegetarian or anything. I was a vegetarian for one and a half years. Um so I might be, you know, a little bit lacking in uh in protein. But to be honest, I did a very strict uh I didn't eat gluten for a year. Mm-hmm. And I'm not, I don't think it helped. I felt better physically. Because I thought that might be it. And then I remember a few years ago, I did, like, I think I cut out, like, a lot of sugars and and dairy. My point is that I didn't, and Chris knows a lot about this stuff, too. um, I didn't find any significant changes to say, oh, my gosh, that's what it was. It was gluten or it was this or that. But, no, that's a really good question because so many people... So many people, um, you know, have diet issues, uh, the, the, you know, that can trigger this kind of brain fog. So I don't think it's that, but maybe I just haven't discovered what it is yet.
0: <laughs> so a lot of that diet is actually good for you as far as body is concerned. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not going to say completely cut out gluten, but like, you still your yeah. body still needs a little bit of gluten just because it, it converts that into energies mm-hmm. um also having the tuna is good because you need mm-hmm. that that uh fish oh my oils, God. right right
2: yeah so here,
0: here's the thing i've actually found now my family suffers greatly from uh alzheimer's disease
2: oh dear it's oh, on
0: both God. sides of my family uh, mm. I know my mom is starting to show signs, and I had a grandmother that went down a very dark path with Alzheimer's. She couldn't even recognize my dad. Oh,
2: so, so sorry to do that. Yeah.
0: Because of this knowledge that I have about my past, I took a deep, deep dive into mm-hmm. Alzheimer's to mm-hmm. see, to prevent it for myself, because I didn't want that to happen to me. And I actually found that um, a lot of it has to, The brain actually has a lot to do with the rest of your body because it controls everything. Right. So I decided to see what I can do to to fix all that. So finding ways to increase your gray matter in your brain Mm
2: -hmm. reduces
0: reduces fog. Okay. Okay. So the things you know, you want more omega threes in your in your diet. So not Mm -hmm. just the tuna is great, but I've Mm -hmm. actually started taking omega three supplements. I and, do too,
1: actually. I didn't get to my supplements, but I do. But I, I stopped for a while and I just started again.
0: Yeah, uh, I've been doing that. Also, eating fruits that can have skins that have edible skins.
1: Oh, like apples, pears,
0: apples, pears, blueberries, and acai oh. berries. Huge. Really, eh? You, because you know the difference. it's not just because they have the skins, but they also have the detoxins that your body needs to be able to flush the top toxins out of your body
1: okay oh that's good okay i've never tried that i I eat apples but not like i've never tried that like berries and stuff like that yeah
0: i mean just eating straight blueberries not 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 juice don't get blueberry juice or anything like that eat the actual fruit that has the skins attached to them where you can eat them the the skins will increase your gray matter and then the the juices from the blueberries will detox your body
2: Okay. Thank you.
0: Okay. Now the other thing too is you want to uh, use specific spices to increase your gray matter. Uh, okay. Turmeric. Ter- oh, um, turmeric is that?
1: Wait a second.
0: It's a powder spice that you can get at the grocery store. It literally, just says turmeric. Right. You also they also have supplements for turmeric too. I wouldn't suggest that because um, I, I'm not exactly sure what your body. Does. I don't actually take turmeric uh, pills, but I do put a, whenever I cook any kind of meat mm-hmm. of any mm-hmm. kind, I'll throw I'll throw a lot of turmeric on it. It gives it okay. a great flavor and it's good for the melon.
1: Is is that turmeric?
0: Tu- yeah, turmeric with an R. Turmeric.
1: Okay, I feel like it's very similar to something else that I've heard of. So this is good that I've never heard of this because it means I've never tried it. So it might help.
0: <laughs> right. Exactly. Exactly. And then uh, pepper. Just pepper. Okay. It's good.
1: I don't, okay. I don't use a lot of pepper, so.
0: Use more. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> and I
1: guess, you know, we're talking about, you know, the least processed, I'm sure, as possible. Like what, you know, like health food store type stuff, not just supermarket type stuff.
0: Well, if you could get to a health food store, it would be better for you because there's a lot less um, like pesticides and whatever that's used. Yeah. Now you yeah. got to be careful with the word organic.
1: Yeah, I know. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I just want
0: to make sure some people don't know, understand that organic doesn't mean completely free of Yeah. whatever, you know? Yeah. So, okay. Yeah. So what will happen is it getting into the, here, let me just give you what my diet is basically. Yes,
2: please. Yeah. Okay.
0: In the morning I will have some oatmeal, regular oatmeal mm-hmm. that has flaxseed in it. Mm-hmm. The flaxseed will help me. Uh, help my body and the oatmeal sustains my body a little bit longer than normal. And that's the first thing I do in the morning. When I wake up, I make myself some oatmeal that holds me over to my actual breakfast time. So you're going to see that I actually eat more often than three times a day. So at about, so I wake up about five, six o'clock in the morning. I'll have that at about eight o'clock. I'll have blueberries. I'll have Greek yogurt
1: of Mm. some kind, and
0: then Mm -hmm. I'll have a banana. Okay. Okay. Perfect. That's my that's my trifecta for breakfast in the morning. Uh, The Greek yogurt helps your gut health, which is also a major important of keeping brain fog. Is gut health? I'll let you do the research on that one.
2: Okay. Yeah.
0: Gut health is really important because your your gut is going to produce the vitamins for your body and your brain. So a lot of times, having the uh, the ability of having a good gut and a good brain together at the same time is Mm -hmm. going to help you.
1: Thank you, yes, can I just ask one clarifying question um sure. flaxseed should it be like what's it called um whole flax seeds, or like we have ground stuff here doesn't it's matter a, doesn't matter okay
0: doesn't matter I mean i, I the oatmeal I have contains whole flaxseed,
1: okay.
0: okay, but I mean flaxseed in general is is a protein for your body,
1: okay, okay, perfect,
0: so and So, okay. So gut, gut health is important. And brain health is important. And a lot of times the rest of your body, including your heart will follow.
1: Okay. 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 So
0: once you start getting rid of that brain fog, that's happening. Your synapses Mm. will fire better because they have better roadways to go across. Your ideas will come quicker and better. Um, Mm. and, and things that, cause that's what's happened to me when I started doing this diet, I started, I turned into a whole different person. I lost like 30 pounds. Wow. And like my my whole way I think, uh, process things, even the way I talk to people, changed completely.
1: Wow, that's fantastic.
0: So I, I want that to happen for you too, where you're able to think, you're able to come up with ideas quicker, faster, better, that kind of thing, all because you concentrated on the gray matter and your synapses in your brain.
1: Thank you so much. I, I appreciate it. Can you tell me the rest of your meals?
0: Uh no okay uh <laughs> so lunch
1: have to kill you. <laughs> lunch
0: lunch for me is basically it's gonna be a turkey turkey sandwich of some kind or mm-hmm. um, roast beef sandwich of some kind something to get protein in my body um mm-hmm. I will indulge in some potato salad uh <laughs> but Fair that's enough. okay uh, also I do a um it's like a uh, avocado. Kind of thing, yeah. So it's like it's it's like tortilla chips with avocado as a dip. Oh,
1: wow, yum!
0: And that Mm -hmm. actually helps a lot with your gut health. And the oils in that actually help your brain as well, too. Okay, thank you. So anything to do with avocado is really good. A lot of people, what I'll actually even do is turn the avocado and use it as a spread instead of mayonnaise for sandwiches, Mm. which is really good. I really like that. So,
1: yeah yeah for sure okay
0: and then uh i'm with you on the whole evening dinner thing yeah that's the one part i'm having really tough time with because well uh i don't know if you knew this or not you might have heard i work at a restaurant at night yes yeah 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 so i work at this barbecue restaurant so that's really hard for me to kind of turn down oh my god my
1: mouth is watering just thinking about it i would just eat all the, the the barbecue skin off of everything
0: Oh Well, we have this thing called uh, burnt ends, and it's basically the ends of the brisket, and it's basically our best meat. So I get that whenever I can, but we do carry turkey. So I try to grab the turkey for my dinner as much as possible because it's lean and it's healthy. Oh, but, oh, my God, so good. I'll send you a picture of a couple of the plates that I got.
1: Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Oh, my God, we are going to have to put you on our road trip.
0: Oh yeah! Please, for all, all, I will treat you to the best barbecue in the nation.
1: Oh,
0: okay. and I'm not just saying that because I work there. We actually have been best barbecue in the nation for three years in a row.
1: That's incredible, Missouri, right? Mm-hmm. And that um Branson, city? Branson, right? Yeah, I do that. Okay, all right. We're Poor on our Poor man's
0: Vegas is what they call it.
1: What's it called?
0: Poor man's Vegas.
1: Oh, <laughs> really? Is it like a casino town?
0: No, well, not casino, but there's a lot of shows. There's thrill rides. There's a theme park at the end. Uh, there's water slides. There's like uh, go-karts. There's all kinds oh, of cool stuff you could do all up and down the, the main strip there.
1: Oh, God. I, Chris will be, yeah. I'll just go for the barbecue and some wine, and she'll do all that stuff. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: have you ever heard of, are you a country fan?
1: Uh, like, I grew up with it, but I okay. don't
0: really listen to it You ever heard of anymore. Clay Cooper? No. Okay. He's a he's a famous country singer. He actually has he lives here in town and he has his own place, which is really cool. Wow.
2: Wow.
0: Um, Anyway.
1: No. Statler Brothers, Charlie Pride, uh, Crystal Gale, that was sort of my dad's jam. Oh, okay. (laughs) Yeah.
0: So anyway, so that's that's my diet. So I think working on your brain health and your gut health. Is Mm -hmm. going to increase a lot of what you're going to be able to capable of doing, as far as that's concerned. Okay, thank you. Okay,
1: fantastic. Yeah, I've written it down.
0: All right. So, uh, what else do I got for you? (sighs) Increasing your synapses in your brain, learning new things.
1: Yeah.
0: Even just learning a new instrument slowly Mm -hmm. will also have the same effect. Okay. So, for example. If you've listened to my podcast all the way through to the very end, I actually mm-hmm. learn I'm learning to speak Spanish.
1: Oh, no, I didn't pick up on that. Only yeah, because
0: it's at the very, very end. Like after the after the outro ends. Yeah, I take like two or three minutes and I, you can hear me learning Spanish. Whoa. Most people don't make it that far. But it's yeah. it's not so much as something as part of my podcast. It's something kind of yeah. a little bit for me.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Okay. But, you know. Eh, whatever. But yeah. <laughs> what I'm doing is I'm learning Spanish to not just to learn the, the language because I work a lot around Spanish speaking people, but yeah. it's to help increase the synapses in my brain. Cause I'm learning something new. When okay. you do that, those same pathways that you're making in my, in the brain isn't just for Spanish, but it's for anything and everything else that yeah. will increase. Okay. So that makes
2: sense. Yeah.
0: So like learning a new instrument, learning a new language, Lear, anything that you're learning those phone games okay maybe really? yeah maybe i don't know i'm not big on the phone games as compared to no. like learning a, a language or an instrument yeah so, yeah anything that you're learning
1: wow oh, you know me. it's they do say that like that's why a lot of people who are you know getting older i guess we're all getting older play do a lot of crosswords and sudoku and stuff like that um yeah, I don't really do that, but it's something I something I could do so easily on the on the subway when I'm going to work. You know, I can't really play the ukulele on the subway, but or, you know, I can speak Greek, but <laughs> I learned that a long time ago, so I don't think that's helping. Um but yeah, you know, that those games are something really easy I could do a little bit every day. Okay.
0: Mm-hmm. Even if it's only <laughs> 10 minutes a day.
1: Yeah. That's you know. a really good idea. Yeah. So
0: like there's a there's a gosh, what is it called, Musically? Uh-huh. there's an app i'll send you the app it's thank it's you. one it's free and you get one lesson a day on how to play a string instrument
1: wow
0: and uh i'm learning guitar
1: good
0: um I mean, i've always wanted to learn guitar it's something that you know yeah but yeah. i'll send that to you if you want to use that so you can see what thank it you. is okay thank you sure yeah okay all right and one more thing i want to go over as far as um, okay this is going to this is going to get a little bit deeper okay so mm-hmm. in in your situation you have something i call the upper limit problem okay okay so what it is is your yourself and your mind is only capable of so much happiness and abundance
2: mm-hmm. that when you
0: reach that plateau You sabotage yourself with negativity.
1: Exactly.
0: Okay. So we need to find a way to raise that plateau. We need to raise your uh, elevate that roof that you have of abundance and happiness. So you can be happier. You see how that works?
1: Absolutely. And And, that is effing brilliant.
0: And now, now that you know about it, you, you mm-hmm. will now, now that I've told you about it and you know about it, you will actually find yourself even subconsciously realizing that, Hey, I've reached this le- plateau. I don't yes. want to do something. I don't want to do something to, to right. go back down again. I want to stay here.
2: Right. right?
0: So yes. when you start feeling that Nick na- where you're doing really, really good. And then, Oh, oh something right. bad's happening. What's going on here. Okay. Now, you know, there's something going on and you mm-hmm. can change or whatever you need to do to stay at that top and raise that roof. You see what I'm saying? Yes. So Absolutely. I would like you to read a book
1: mm-hmm.
0: called the big leap. <clears throat> now, if you've listened to my episode 25, which you probably haven't yet, uh, cause it's kind mm-hmm. of like recent. Um, yeah. I go into four questions to how to find your zone of genius. And now that is actually in that book.
1: You did that with your client. It was it. Um, I love that zone of genius. I couldn't remember it. Okay.
0: So zone of genius. So the zone of genius and the upper limit issue, it goes Mm -hmm. over specifically in that book of the big leap. Okay. And that's why whenever I talk to anybody that's never heard of that book or has the same situation like you have, I always suggest reading that book because it changed my life. Because I had I had that same problem. I called it, the, yeah. my last name is Blount. So I called it the Blount Curse.
1: Oh, God.
0: Okay, yeah. so what it is is whenever something's going really, really good, like, hey, things are clicking along great and all of a sudden something really bad would happen. Like,
2: yeah, I, yeah. Get
0: a, I get a traffic ticket or a bill would come up or something like that. Yeah. That's how my whole life was up until about when I started podcasting. Wow. So I call yeah. it, even my kids know it. Same thing yeah. happens to my kids. It's the Blount curse, right? So oh, no. <laughs> once I realized that that's what actually was going on, it was because I would hit this upper limit and then sabotage myself to have these negative things. Cause I don't want to go any further. This is as much as love and abundance as I can handle. I don't want to go above this, Meant, you know, right. subconsciously.
2: Yeah. So
0: I would sabotage myself. Yeah. But now that I've learned how to raise this, how to raise the upper limit and mm-hmm. And change things in my life where I could actually see myself sabotaging or, or something negative about to happen, I could prevent it so I could stay up here.
1: Right. Yeah, it totally makes sense. Okay, I get that. I really do. Um, Yeah, no, it reminds me of like this, again, like this self fulfilling prophecy. Wait a second. I can't feel good because I'm supposed to feel bad. That's what my subconscious tells me. So I'm going to find a way to fit into that mold, which even though I don't like it, it's so familiar to me. It's what I'm actually comfortable with. And it's what I'm always going to bring into my life. That's very, very good.
0: Very, very good.
1: Yeah. No, it's just, so once you see it, it, it's really hard to understand intellectually, but once you, you see it, it's like, it's just there. You can't Mm -hmm. unsee it. (laughs) Yeah, self sabotage huge issue for me. I'm better, but definitely a huge issue.
0: Um, so read that book if you want. You, you can I go heard. to my webs. You could go to my website and find it real quick. I have it. I have it in my resources page.
1: Okay. Mm-hmm.
0: So if you want to, if you want to look into it, buy it, whatever. You could find it there on my webpage.
1: Okay. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. I'll see if I can get it in Greece. If not, I'm going to Canada. Maybe I can grab it there.
0: Okay. So. Um, Another thing I want to talk about, and this was probably one thing that really plagued me more than everything, anything else up until probably about a month ago, literally.
1: Oh, wow.
0: Was imposter syndrome.
1: Oh, absolutely.
0: Okay. So yeah. imposter syndrome for me has been my biggest hurdle I needed to get past to be able to start doing what I'm doing now, which is my coaching. Yeah. Because I had that same problem. Who am I to be able to talk to this? I don't have a degree in anything. I'm just Mm -hmm. a guy that talks on a a podcast and has some experiences. Who am I to do this, right? So what happened to me was I was actually reaching out to a lot of other people. Hey, I have an imposter syndrome problem. My imposter syndrome problem. Can you help me with my imposter syndrome problem? Mm -hmm. So one day, her name is Sana. Sana, I think it's her name. I was in one of her rooms and uh, one of her Twitter spaces, Mm -hmm. and I was like, hey, I have a problem with my imposter syndrome. She actually, about a day after that, texted me back and said, hey, I want you to do me a favor. Stop calling it my imposter syndrome. Stop owning something that's so horrible that it's holding you back from where you want to go and i had no idea i was actually doing that i was owning my imposter syndrome i was owning something that was holding me back once yeah. i let that go let uh, my, and stop owning that imposter syndrome mm-hmm. i was able to let go and start coaching and now i now i'm doing it so don't own, don't own so don't own your imposter syndrome say okay. the imposter syndrome say just another way to keep that imposter syndrome away from you and, okay. it, and mentally, it will go away.
2: Okay.
0: I've read books. I've talked to high-level coaches. I've talked to anybody. And it was just that one little thing that wow. she caught that nobody else did Wow. that let it go for me. So now I try to, when somebody talks about how, like, who am I? Who am I to right. do this? You know, yeah. that's what I tell people. It's just to let the ownership of the imposter syndrome go and and oh, it will yeah. start to disappear for you.
2: Oh, thank you
1: yeah that it's you're right it's just it's so simple but it it can trip you up and words are words are so important because every time you say something you're convincing yourself more and more of it i have imposter syndrome i am imposter syndrome like you just you know we have to be so careful with the words we use and even the words we think
0: so important exactly yeah
1: Yeah. Oh,
2: thank you yeah
0: all right so um I'm going to move on here to your actual life coaching itself.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, so can you tell me a little bit more what you want to accomplish with the life coaching?
1: Yes. Um, okay. Well, I, there, I guess there are like two threads. Um, I, I mean, very much like you in terms of like, as soon as I started feeling better about with my with depression, not my depression, <laughs> um, I immediately wanted to share with other people. And, and think even if I can help just one person and that's why, you know, on a couple of our episodes, I've gone a little bit outside. I, no, I'm very open about my, my mental health struggles. Um, but I just, you know, anyway, sometimes I hesitate a bit, but I think that I've said on the podcast, like if, if what I say helps even one person that'll have made my whole struggle worth it. So I'm very much like you in terms of wanting to share the knowledge, I'm extremely compassionate. I want people to know that they're not alone. Um, I don't want people to be ashamed of their mental health struggles because they're just so, first, it's not a choice. You know, it's something we are born with sort of thing. Um, So the one thing is that I genuinely from the heart want to help people. I really do. It's something, you know, like if you, I, I sometimes find it hard to define what, Gives me actual joy. Like I might go out for a drink and have fun or, you know, I don't know, do something good at work. And, but like real, real joy, you know what I'm talking about? That's one of the things that gives me true, true joy. And that's, those are the kinds of feelings I'm looking for. So that's one part of it. The other part of it is that I want, my daughter's 15. So when she's 18, she'll be finished, 17, 18, she'll be finished high school. Um, And now that I'm separated, I want to be able to, in three years, if not sooner, to work remotely. I don't want to be tied to Greece or Canada or anywhere. I want to be able to sustain myself and and sustain myself well. Um, From life coaching, I have no idea what's going to happen with the podcast. If something happens, then we can monetize. That'll be great. But I'm more focused on the life coaching. So... um, so to be financially well i'm already financially independent but let, let's say to be financially independent but not geographically bound
0: oh uh, okay
1: okay that's my thing and so i think that yeah i just want the freedom i don't know what my daughter's going to do but i just i want to be able to go back and forth between greece and canada here now i can't i really can't because my job is very office based greece hasn't caught on as much to the remote working thing that sort of spread through COVID Mm um so I want to be geographically independent I want to um be financially very sound uh because you know retirement's not very far away anymore at this age and um I feel oh and I just think that you know, coaching, God willing, you know, if I have my health and all that stuff is something I can do into my seventies. Like I don't, I'm not in any rush to retire. You know, my mom is still a real estate agent and she's like 76. Mm -hmm. So I just, I love working as long as I'm doing something that I love. So that's, those are my things.
0: (laughs) Okay. Those are good things. Those are good things to have. And I'm glad that you actually have that set in your head about what you actually want to accomplish because having those goals for yourself is what's going to get you there. Right. So yeah. um, here's what I'd like to do with you right now. You mm-hmm. said one of the main things that you want to do is to give joy. Yes. That's one of your main things. Yes. So tell me how you're going to accomplish giving joy to other people.
1: Oh, thank you. Yeah, that's such a good question. I'm going to, first thing out are going. I'm going to help them feel seen. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like a lot of people... You know, we think we're listening and we think we're watching and, and all that, but a lot of people really don't feel like their voice matters, that they're being heard, that they're right. being uh, like, I, I feel like a lot of people think that whether they're here or not, it really doesn't make a difference. And I want people to know that they're here for a reason. Um, and, and then this has to do with what you were saying about my relatability and uh, commonality and stuff like that. that that's hmm. going to be a good tool for me, I think. I also have a huge, like, a huge realization that a few years ago that I just I feel like, and I'm guilty of this, of course, too. We live very robotically, like you know, go to school, get a job, get married, have kids, um, retire, die. That's the <laughs> <laughs> that's the 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 formula.
0: Pretty much, and I, yes.
1: Yeah. <laughs> and and it, it, you know, it, it's so nuanced. There are so many things in that, but. My main thing is that I, I I was in that on that train, and when I started sort of realizing that life was taking me along, I wasn't really in the driver's seat. Uh-huh, uh-huh. It made me feel so empowered to think, wait a second, I have some say in how my life goes. Like I, and I, I'm not criticizing people, but I personally. Because I let my life be driven by circumstances and and stuff like that, I just about this point now where I'm like, no, I want to say, I want to be conscious in every moment deciding, is this the next step I want to make? You know, even like, am I going to choose the green apples or the red apples? Um, What's my heart telling me right now? I want to be present in this decision right now. I mean, I'm exaggerating a little bit, but you know what I'm saying?
0: Oh, I know exactly what you're saying. Yeah, it's fine.
1: I love talking to people that get me. So thank you for that. (laughs) So I want, I've often thought that a a sort of a catch line for my coaching would be purpose-based coaching. I'm not saying that everybody has to go out and save the world, but be present. Who are you? Who are you? I don't think I actually answered your question, but like, you know, you ask a person who they are and they'll start saying, well, I'm a mom. I I work full time. I like yoga. It's like, no, that's not who you are. Who are you?
0: Mm -hmm.
1: That's what you you? do. That's exactly. Yeah. Like what makes your heart flutter? Like I just, so I think that my joy would be to, I've actually thought of calling the, the podcast, the life coaching, you know, the real you, which goes to the acronym try like the real you, like helping people, really understand who they are so that they can in, inform their decisions and their direction in life based on who they really are and not the formula. So I think that I can help people get unstuck and, and achieve some things in their life for them and not just for society I hope that was a good answer. Is that sort of
0: what you were? So yeah. this is why I record these things.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: Because I want you when, you, when you get this, yeah, to listen to everything that you just said and reflect mm. on it. Okay. Okay. You said some amazing things for yourself. Really, you, really yeah. amazing things. Helping people being seen.
2: Mm.
0: I love that. That's definitely oh. going to be something that you really kind of need to concentrate on because there's a lot of people that went through exact the same things that you've been mm-hmm. through and they mm-hmm. feel that nobody's listening to them. They, they're not being seen. They're invisible. They're, they're see-through because yeah. Yeah. You know, nobody responds to them like they want to. Yeah. So that's definitely going to be something that I, I would kind of reflect on being able to take charge of your life. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. going to be big too. Get in the driver's seat. Get out of the back yeah. seat of your of your of your life, and get into the driver's seat. Exactly. Okay, and oh, be able I'm to chills hearing
1: it it. come What's back
0: that? to me. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> no, No, well, that's I, I, no I'm,
1: I'm getting chills like hearing my own words being said to me. Thank you. Sorry, I didn't mean to drop.
0: So. No, no, no. You're okay. Sometimes when you hear when you hear your words come from a different voice, that has a different mm-hmm. meaning. Because it's not coming from yourself. It's mm-hmm. coming from another human being that's understanding what you're saying.
1: Exactly. So
0: that's why you're getting chills, because you're hearing your voice you're saying yeah. from a different voice.
2: Yes. Wow, so okay.
0: Okay. Uh, Purpose based coaching. I like that. Are you okay?
1: No. Yeah. You okay. Okay. <laughs> why what did I do?
0: No, I just I just want to make sure you're okay. <laughs> oh yeah,
1: I'm great. I'm kind okay. of fidgeting. This chair is not very comfortable, but I'm mean, no. I'm fantastic.
0: Okay, purpose-based coaching—that's definitely going to be something that you want to base your coaching off of.
1: Okay.
0: You want purpose-based coaching? That's definitely a good. That's definitely a good pillar to have in your coaching. Okay. Thank you. The real you—I like that. Mm, thank you. I want you to build off of that. What? The, what no. does the? What does that actually? And I don't, I don't want you to do it right now, but just something to think mm. about. What does that okay. actually mean to you? Yeah. I mean, build off of that. Make something go like this. Start with a piece of paper put the real you across the top of it and write a paragraph about what that actually mm-hmm. means to you. Then after you write a paragraph, a paragraph I want you to write one paragraph instead of like two mm-hmm. or three paragraphs, write it onto right. one paragraph. Then after you condense it down to one paragraph, I want you to condense it into two sentences.
1: I love that.
0: And when you condense yes. it to two sentences, it's going to be exactly where you want to be, what you want to be and what you want to say to people in a short amount of time to be able to get your point across of what you actually do.
1: Thank you so much for that. That's so good. And that'll end up being my tagline. Probably.
0: You could even do that. Yeah, absolutely.
1: <laughs> yeah. Okay. Sorry. I'm just writing
0: down. No, write it down. Okay. So the next thing, uh, and like I said, I want you to be able to listen back at this when it comes Uh the other Ooh. thing is, <clears throat> finally, getting independent geologi geologically. My brain's not working. I'm for- <laughs> looking like that. Geographically, <laughs> out of the, one of these things—that's what it is. I'm getting along. Oh, What is
1: okay. that coffee? Well, yeah. Oh, okay.
0: <laughs> I'm a coffee nutcase. I love okay. coffee. <laughs> if I could put it in my bloodstream, I would. Okay. Oh. So, uh, finally, getting independent geographically and getting mm. out of where you want to do. So I'm going to ask you the same question. What do you think you need to do to be able mm. to get geographically unstuck?
1: I think I need to build a lucrative online coaching business. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think that this is another aspect of it that, I'm also I'm also interested in energy work and and putting my hands on on people, and and I haven't ruled that out. I love that idea Um, because I do feel I do think I have healing hands. Uh, But then I thought, you know, that's geographically limiting. Um, You know, I want not that I won't do that. Maybe I can find a way to do that remotely as well. But I need to have um, uh, a way to coach online so that i i can work from anywhere it's i don't know maybe i'm missing something just it's really that simple it's not simple to achieve it it's simple to say what you need to do
0: okay what else do you think you need
1: um do you mean in terms of like tools like marketing and stuff like that or
0: whatever you think you need to be able to get unstuck and geographically i can't say that word today Geographically okay. free.
1: Nah. <laughs> I need to, here's my issue, not my issue. Here's an issue. And that yeah. really stuck with me, what you said there about you owning okay. stuff. <laughs> and like, that's going to be like a huge keeper. Um, it's a bit of a catch 22 because I, I need to be able to coach online, which means that I can take my laptop anywhere and and coach from anywhere. Mm -hmm. But in order to build up that kind of business, it's very hard to be working full time and having a daughter. Um, But I can't get rid of my full time job until I'm making at least as much money from online coaching.
0: Uh-huh, yes.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's, I think a lot of people have that issue. Okay. So, you know, it's okay right now when a couple of coaching gigs is just great for a little bit of extra cash, mm-hmm. but to actually be able to uproot from this full-time job and, you know, take that bold step into freelancing is, uh, it's, it's going to be, Well, it's going to be a leap of faith, but it 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 chips me up a little
0: bit. Okay, I'm writing some stuff down here. Hold on. Yeah, me too. Um, okay. okay. All right. Is there anything else you think that you you want to kind of like you can? What will get you unstuck at this point from being geographically stuck? Is there anything else?
1: Well, I'm definitely geographically stuck for the next three years, which I'm okay with because my daughter is um, here in school and I don't want to, you know, take her away from her father and all that stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, I think that. I, I can't think of anything else right now.
0: Okay, no, that's okay. That's actually what I was hoping you'd say. That means that that you've exhausted every idea that you possibly could have about, you can use this too, it's not copyrighted. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) You've exhausted everything that your brain could come up with for that subject. So that's actually a good thing. Oh, great. Okay, so when when you're, a little coaching advice, when you're coaching and you're getting these ideas and they say, that's it, that's all I could come up with, that's a good Mm -hmm. thing.
1: Okay. Okay. Thank you. That means
0: that means this level of questioning is done and now you can start working. Okay. So lucrative online coaching. Okay. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm actually going to go one step before that three years. Mm -hmm. Why three years? Now I understand that your daughter has a lot to do with it, but why are you waiting three years to start accomplishing what you want to accomplish?
1: I'm really not waiting like I what the, my idea is that I'm going to use the next 3 years starting now I've already started coaching um again I'm not making any money at it but I think you know through word of mouth something will happen um so I think it's like if I see that in the next year I can live off of this then I will quit my job next year um but I just yeah I'm starting now, and I guess I have as a, a cutoff date, whatever that means, three years. Like In three years' time or earlier, I want to be geographically independent. Okay. Not that I would leave Greece, but even just being able to schedule my sessions in a way that gives me more free time and, and stuff like that is freedom for me. Not geographical necessarily, but freedom.
0: Okay. So um, I'm going to give you a little, now this is going to sound like I'm comparing, but I'm really not comparing. Okay. I'm just trying to give you an example.
2: Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: So my life and my experience is actually fuller than yours. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. All right. So <laughs> I actually, I actually work two full-time jobs.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: I work at the restaurant and I work at the local hospital. Both of them. I work eight hours every day. And then I have my, my son, my youngest yeah. son that I deal with and then you know family yeah. time and things like that and then I run my podcast and then I'm doing coaching
1: yeah that is a lot wait a second you work 8 hours in total at the two jobs or
0: oh both? both jobs are 8 hours
1: are you serious every day
0: mostly every day i do have uh one day one day every 2 weeks i'm off of both jobs and then some Mornings I'm off of one job, and some nights I'm off of another job. That's why I have time to yeah. do other things. So it's all about, and I, I I hate saying it, but the only way I'm able to pull off any of this is very strict scheduling.
1: Yes, which so, I'm very lacking
0: in. Yes. So, like when I sent you my calendar link,
1: mm-hmm.
0: those days that I have on my calendarly are specifically set aside for podcasting and coaching. Mm-hmm. I only do pod- podcasting and coaching at that time. Mm-hmm. Okay. The rest yeah. of the time, either at work or it's family time. Now my family mm-hmm. time for my son are Mondays, Mondays mm-hmm. when he comes home from school, Monday night, I'm off with my son or playing video games with him or whatever. It's time that I've set aside just for him.
2: Okay.
0: Now Wednesday, Let's see how huh? Wednesday nights into Thursdays on some times of the week are some free time I have that I spend with with fa- with the rest of my family or or whatever. But having this rigorous schedule has allowed me to do my podcasting, do my podcasting, editing, being able to do my interviews mm-hmm. and days I set aside for for like you, for us to be able to sit mm-hmm. down and talk for two hours, to be able to do what we need to do to help you out yeah having that now i don't want you to have that to trust me it's it's almost completely debilitating it's really hard I'm sure but so. you're yeah. telling me that a lot of times you don't, don't have the time to do what you want to do and i think doing some really sit down and taking account of how where how and where you spend your time yeah. i haven't turned on the television once maybe in two years yeah I believe because it. and that was for a super bowl so, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But because of that time I've saved by not sitting down just staring at the TV, I'm able to mm-hmm. put on a podcast.
1: Yeah, yeah, I so. totally get it. I and I don't lose time. I, I'm not a big TV watcher either. Um, but I I do waste time. But you're right. If I start writing it down, I'll see where I'm wasting time. In just sort of hemming and hawing, you know, just kind of. Checking my phone. Yeah, there are gaps that you know might just be like five or ten minutes here and there, but they end up being like an hour, let's say a day. And that's an hour. That's an hour that I can do a lot with.
0: Exactly. Um,
1: And I think that part of it too is changing my mindset about things being a chore. Like I love our podcast, but you know, sometimes when I'm tired from work, um, you know, to have to come home. And sit down again. I've been already been sitting eight hours, and then sit down again, and you know crank out my topic. You know that we, we uh, every mm-hmm. we, we swap, you know weeks. Trust me, I know. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, you know sometimes it seems like punishment that I have to sit down. And, you know I can't just do something to clear my brain, but I think that you know whenever I sort of flip my thinking it doesn't seem like as much of a chore. And it's like, I'm so blessed to be able to do this. You know, I wanted this. So anyway, you're right though. And I know that I have time management issues for sure.
0: Okay. So that's something to work on. Okay. That's, I want you to sit down and if you really want to get deep into it, mm-hmm. I mean, if you really want to get deep into it, take a log for about a week of what you do. Yeah. Mm-hmm this mm-hmm. between this time and this time I'm at work between this time and this time I'm actually on my phone looking through TikTok between yeah. this time and this time I'm working on this next subject of my podcast between you know and then you could map out then you could see where you're wasting time and how you could change yeah. that wasted time into something that you could accomplish a goal for yourself or yeah. or something like that so mm-hmm. a lot of mm-hmm. now for me I'm very thankful for my jobs cuz they understand what I'm trying to accomplish and they let me on oh. my they let me on my phone whenever I need to to be able to schedule appointments like yours or yeah. or anything like that. So they understand yeah. I do a lot of texting and I do a lot of social media stuff on my phone. Great. So I'm blessed to have that even yes. though I'm working both of these jobs. Yeah. Um so but even finding those extra 2 or 3 minutes to be able to shoot out something yes on twitter like so the i don't know if you pay attention to my feed or not but a lot of times throughout the day i'll throw out little like sayings or little pictures that yes. say an inspirational something or other that's yes. actually something i have set up uh through an app on my phone
1: oh that's so smart so yeah. what it
0: is is it gives me a signal it gives me a signal from phone and said hey there's a new you know, saying that just came up, I'll open it up real quick. Yeah. I like that one. Boom, boom, send, bam, done. Yeah.
1: yeah, Totally
0: agree. So, and that helps me with my engagement because I stay, you know, constant. Right. Yeah. So finding, finding ways to possibly even automate things for yourself. Yes. Yes. Um, And keeping things fresh, being able to send those texts or whatever in between yeah. times, yeah, would probably be beneficial for you, too.
1: Absolutely. And I don't know, do you know Yeti Yev, who has 87.50? Yeah. Um, I was texting with him actually quite a while ago, and he was saying the exact same thing, that he um, shoots irrelevant, irrelevant, irrelevant to his podcast stuff out, like maybe twice a day in the morning and in the evening, because he said, you know, I don't think people like us just shilling our podcasts and our episodes all the time. Like yeah. they want to sort of get an idea of who we are that's why we've started posting like i posted something you know really quickly last night saying that i was procrastinating but it was kind of funny you know so um i totally agree with that approach like you're right automating it takes helps with the brain power for sure
0: no you know you could schedule things on twitter right
1: of course i didn't okay (laughs)
0: Okay. So yeah. <laughs> if you, it, right. So when you're uh, when you're on your laptop or whatever it's only it's only available on the online version that's on desktop, okay?
1: Oh, okay, that makes so, sense. Okay.
0: Yeah. So you actually have to be on your computer. When you make a tweet, if you're <laughs> On the very bottom of the tweet, there's a few little icons on the bottom. And one of those icons, it looks like a either a clock or a calendar. I can't remember. Off okay. Top of my head, okay. That okay. will actually take you to a place where you can actually schedule out this tweet to go out at a specific time. Okay. So what you do now is you batch your content where you do four or five tweets going out at specific times of the day that will mm. automatically go out. Right. So Amazing. like. For example, like I'll have like a a little snappy saying or a quote. I'll have Mm. an advertisement for my podcast. I'll have uh, a picture of me going "Ah," or whatever. And I'll do all that all that all at once and schedule Mm. it out to go like I have one that goes out at like 730. The one that goes out at 12 and one that goes out at two thirty, one that goes out at 4 because I realized that in those times I'm having the most engagement on my Twitter space or on my, my Twitter feed. Okay. So paying attention to when you get the most likes or when you get the most yeah. things at specific times of the day, that's when you want to put out something.
1: Okay. Amazing. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. Yeah, 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 yeah.
0: All right. And what was I talking about? Um, okay. <laughs> so <laughs> okay. So, I uh, even though you you're giving yourself 3 years, I really think you could actually condense that time down. I don't think okay. you need to wait t- 3 years. No. I really don't. No, no.
2: Okay.
0: I think I actually think you could start pulling things off like now. Now, I'm not, saying, I'm not saying I'm not saying like go to another country or anything like that, but start getting used to the getting used to going to the coffee shop and having A coaching get used Mm -hmm. to going over here and having a coaching online Mm -hmm. or whatever start kind of going remotely but in short and areas that way you're getting used to moving things out and what that's going to do for you too is you're going to start scheduling clients while you're going out so you're going to get starting scheduling clients at the same time Mm -hmm. so Mm kind of get used to doing that yourself okay don't 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 Think that you have to wait three years to go remote?
1: No, 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 no. Even now, I have a client. He's, he's anyway. He's a, a, a client at the shipping company, and um, I'm doing free coaching with him just to get some practice. And uh, so he's in India, so we're it's totally online. So I'm just right. kind of getting a feel for it, you know.
0: Okay, I just want. I I think three years is too long for you to have to yeah. come up with a goal like that. Okay. I mean, I still yeah. want. To... Oh, hang on just a second here. Yeah. Okay.
1: Second.
2: Okay. Okay.
0: Yeah. Okay. Ugh. So I, I work off a hot spot off my cell phone.
1: All oh, right. Oh, okay. Wow.
0: So yeah. So I have to make sure my phone stays charged <laughs> and oh, we've been on yeah. here for a while. So I realized I had to plug it in. So <laughs> I hope you have a
1: good, I hope you have a good uh, package.
0: <laughs> I do. I do. have unlimited everything. I kind of uh, need it. Okay, great. So um, I, I wrote down work restrictions. Okay. So a lot of, a lot of the things that you're doing is, is great, but you're restricting yourself because of work.
1: Hmm. Hmm. Okay.
0: So, I mean, I understand that you want to. What What do you do? I mean, I don't think I caught that. I might. You might have told me, but I'm.
1: I didn't explain it because it's, it's okay. So I, it's um. There's a shipping company, but the, our, all shipping comp- shipping companies have a, a ship owner behind them. Our specific right. ship owner. Uh, he is, you know, he inherited the shipping company, but his passion is IT. So he has like a PhD in in IT and all that stuff, high tech. Um, So he, in the group, he established uh, an IT company that actually makes software for shipping companies. Mm -hmm. So I, we have four kinds of software that we sell to shipping companies, uh, develop and sell. And I'm responsible for one of those four units so I'm, I guess I'm not a technical person, but I'm manager of the department. So I, I, I'm department manager, department director, whatever you call it. Just making sure everybody does what they're supposed to do. Okay. I have about 12 people in my, in my department. Yeah.
0: Okay. All right. So you have a lot of responsibility. Sounds like
1: I do, but thank God, um, it really starts when I go in and ends when I go out. It's not one of those jobs where my phone's going off all the time like the, the, the call I had at the beginning of our session was very rare. Wow. Um, thankfully, it's something I can you know turn the switch on and turn the switch off at six o'clock and I'm I don't have to think about it until the next morning.
0: okay. so keep going with that. yeah I mean I, I that's that's a sounds like the major source of your income right now, so don't don't lose that right yes. now. No God. Don't no, let it no. get into the don't let it get in, yeah. You know I mean, mm. yeah. So yeah. let's see.
1: And to be honest, I have to be fair, I like my job. Like it's a thank God. I'm again, I'm so blessed because it's not it, it it's it's gratifying, it's challenging for my brain, it's um, you know, it's not a waste of eight hours. A lot of people go to work and you know and they're in terrible environments toxic environments knock on wood i really don't have any of that so I'm very 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 lucky I guess it you know but it is very um requires a physical presence so it doesn't help me with my geographical <laughs> issues right right and um and it's like I, it takes me almost an hour to get there eight and a half hours shift an hour to get home so I'm leaving at like eight in the morning and getting home at seven at night so you know it's for me, it's a little bit hard at seven to be like, okay, let's, now let's start doing everything I want to do, <laughs> you know, when I'm tired and hungry and stuff. What so it's do really you, more of like the chunk of time.
0: Right. What do you think that's teaching you that you can use in your coaching?
1: Hmm. Very good question. Um, hmm. I think I'm stuck. I mean, I guess just about sort of making everything a, a learning experience. Um, but also it's exactly what I was saying about getting on that train that just takes you. Like I'm not, I'm I'm, I'm not fulfilling my purpose by working <laughs> at this job. So I'm not taking my own advice kind of thing. I'm trying to now mm-hmm. with opening up the, the coaching business. Um, but I still try to see it in as positive a light. Like I would never say that it's a waste of time for me to go to work, but I feel like you wanted a a different answer.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, you're, you're definitely learning something. Every experience that we have in our life Mm. is for a reason, for a purpose. I mean, I'm sure you can agree with that. Absolutely. Yeah. So what I'm seeing, what I'm seeing is you, you leading, Mm. you being a leader.
1: Oh, thank you. And you're yes. leading
0: these people into a, a final goal, whether it's not a goal for you, but a goal for the company, but some sort of goal. Yeah. And you have yeah. to tell these people, you know, you need to do this or this is great yeah. and this is kind of thing. So I see you learning how to make a team. Oh, thank you. So as you go on your entrepreneur adventure, there's going to be a point where you're going to have to not do it all yourself. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. So you're going to have to hire a team.
2: Mm -hmm. So what Mm -hmm.
0: you're doing right now, leading these people is learning different personalities, how to handle different personalities, how to pick out different types of people to do different types of jobs and learning how to make a team.
1: You are so spot on because I really do think that my strong point, I was never the kind of boss who was like, you know why you're gonna do this? Because I said to. Mm-hmm. I, I I know each individual person's buttons and I know like they're all different. Everybody has different buttons of so what, what motivates them to get the job done. So I know how to push the buttons of 12 different people to and she, and that, that sounds manipulative. I don't mean in a manipulative way, but I know that you know Mike um, needs to be approached this way. Uh, Steve needs to be approached this way, and uh, I find I like that little like it's like a riddle. I like figuring that out.
0: <laughs> so I'm going to build off of that just a little bit. Have uh-huh. you ever heard of the five love languages?
1: No, but I like the sound of that.
0: Okay, so, uh, gosh, that's a that's. The book of that is actually in my website too. Okay. Um, so it's called the Five Love Languages, and everybody has a love language in these five groups that they uh-huh. go with. They it's either their love language is um, now I have to remember it. Uh, mm. Acts of service, mm. um, t- physical touch.
1: Oh.
0: Um holy! I
1: can
0: Google it. Well, did you Google the Five Love Languages? It'll 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 pop up. So they have, I want you to learn that. And then the five love languages of the workplace.
2: Okay. And
0: that's an extension of those five love languages, but how to implement them in the workplace.
2: Okay.
0: Once you learn what somebody's love language is, you can actually communicate with them in their own love language and actually be a lot more effective. Exactly. So like my, <clears throat> my ex, <clears throat> excuse me, I'm out of coffee. <clears throat>
2: oh,
0: do you want to go my, get some? I, I, hang on a second. Let me go get yeah, some. Go,
2: for it. Oh, go for it. Go for it. Go for it.
0: I told you, this is like my, my life's blood this coffee. I don't know
1: why. Oh, it's good. <laughs> I'm just going to use this opportunity to grab the water,
0: too. Please. Yeah, go. Yeah.
1: Very messy house.
0: That's right. You don't see outside my wall here, so you know. Hmm. Okay,
2: thanks.
0: All right. So once you learn somebody's love language, you could actually be more effective in their communic in your communication with them. Mm -hmm. So wow, what is going on?
1: It's um the winter
0: phlegm, It's no, it just it just like kicked in all of a sudden. That was really weird. So, <laughs> so uh, I would definitely look into those two books. Uh, the five the five love languages of the of the workplaces in my is in my uh, website. Oh, on the website, okay. So th- you'll see a lot of books that I've written. I've not written, but I've. Really, <laughs> I wish I wrote those books. I
1: was like, wow, how more impressed
0: can I be? <laughs> But yeah. everything that I've used up to this point in my entrepreneur adventure is in the, is on my website.
1: Oh, thank you.
0: So, um, so, and you could actually cross that over into your coaching too.
1: Yeah. Learning,
0: if if there's a way, once you read those books and understand what they are, is if there's a way that you can figure out what somebody's love language is. Yeah. You'll be able to communicate with them a lot more effectively.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I feel like I'm already doing it without knowing that I was doing it, Um, you know, in my in my work life. I don't know. Yeah. uh, I don't know if I do it as much in my private life, but it's something that I can certainly build on and in coaching, obviously. Right. Amazing. Thank you.
0: So think about that. And there's one more thing I want you to two more books. I want you to read. I got a lot of homework for you. I'm sorry. I got so for you. Know much
1: <laughs> it's been a saving grace. I stopped. Sorry, maybe I'm too chatty, but I um I usually take the subway to work, but I stopped with COVID because you know it was just too dangerous and stuff like that. And uh, so I just so I was driving for like two years, and I just started taking the subway again. It has been like the best decision I ever made. I can download the podcast that I want to listen to. I've got audible. I download books. There's no way I would have taken two hours out of my day to read or listen to podcasts. Mm -hmm. But now that's all I can I can't do anything else on the train, you know, on the subway. So it's been, my point is that I'm not overwhelmed by having to read four books because now I have time to do it.
0: (laughs) Good. So um, uh, the coaching habit.
1: Oh, I think you might have mentioned that to me, but I'm not sure.
0: Yeah, I, I usually do, especially when it comes to coaching. The coaching habit is definitely a must Okay. Have, okay. The other one is called The Prosperous Coach.
2: Mm.
0: Okay. This book will teach you basically the steps to take to start charging for coaching. Oh. Because it sounds like that's exactly what you need.
1: Yes. because And it's a little bit of imposter syndrome and, and stuff.
0: Yeah. yeah. So what, so here, let me give you an example of what I'm doing. So go with mm-hmm. me on this. Okay. Yeah. So I actually am doing the same thing as you as I'm coaching for free.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: I'm not going to do this to you because I'm, I'm explaining it to you. So, mm. <laughs> so, and there's a reason I do two hours. Okay. Oh, a man. lot of coaches will start like 30 minutes and that's it. But there's Um, no way you're going to get anything deep into half an hour. Okay. So Mm -hmm. after that, a lot of times I'll ask the person I'm talking to, Hey, if you don't mind, if you can like write a little blurb about how I, you know, how you felt or how I changed your mindset or anything like that. And I actually use that Mm -hmm. on the front page of a website. Mm
1: -hmm. I was going to do that anyway for you, but yeah. (laughs)
0: Yeah, I know. But
1: so, but the thing
0: is, if you have that evidence, Of of actual people that you've actually talked to, Mm -hmm. that's going to be very helpful in your credibility.
1: You're so right. Yes.
0: Okay. Okay. So you want to put that somewhere right up front in your website Mm -hmm. if if you do one. Or if you want to refer back to it, like, how come I I should go with you? Well, there Mm is this person that said this thing. Mm -hmm. Now you have a story you can go back on. And if they actually checked out that person, they'll realize it's actually an actual story. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. using that to your advantage would be helpful. Um, Then what I do is I do a follow-up 24 hours later. Hey, did you have a chance to think about things? Do you have any questions about anything? You've had 24 oh. hours to think about it. Is there anything I can assist you with or answer any questions you had at that point? Yes, no, whatever, you know, that kind of thing. Yeah. Then I offer another two-hour follow-up a month oh. later. Okay. that's free? Yes, free.
1: Holy crap. Okay.
0: Okay. Now it seems kind of lengthy and long-term. But this starts getting the credibility. It says, Hey, since I've done this much for you, would you be yes. interested to continue this? And that's when you go into your pitch for okay. money. Now, this is all in that book, The Prosperous Coach.
1: Okay. Okay.
0: Okay. So you could take it from me, read the book, whatever. It's all in yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Thank you. So now you've established you know one on one you've established your your capability of coaching okay. this person you've made a change in their life
2: mm-hmm.
0: now is the time to ask for whatever you decide
2: okay okay Fantastic. yeah
0: now another t- another reason why you want to wait a little bit and have that second coaching is because a lot of times you're coaching now this is this is for me it's going to be a little different for you because you're you're doing life coaching, I'm doing entrepreneur coaching, but there's a similarity. Mm -hmm. They've seen a change, there's a bit of money increase or there's something that's changed in their lives for positive that they're realizing that you have a value for them.
2: Yes.
1: Yes.
0: So now's the time to ask them for compensation for that value.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I totally get it. Yeah. And I can absolutely, I mean, I've seen that even with people I've coached with no money. They're like, yeah, like, you can't imagine, you know. I, I spoke calmly for the first time with my wife um, after we spoke. Like my point is that they they used what we talked about and saw an immediate re- benefit. Um, so that's the value that you're talking about. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay.
0: So what do you think of that?
1: I think it's amazing. I really do. I really, yeah. I think it's absolutely about building credibility, um, giving them enough time to see that what they're getting is bringing results into their life. And what more do you need to decide to part with a little bit of money?
0: Right. Exactly. Exactly. So when you start asking for money, this is going to be the hardest part of the whole thing. It's not the actual coaching. We're actually pretty good at it. We like doing it. Right.
2: Yeah. So the
0: hardest part of actually coaching is asking for the amount of money that you want for coaching. Exactly. Right. Yes. So I, I don't know if you got a chance to listen to the episode or not, but Cliff Ravenscraft uh, is, uh, I want to say episode 12. Okay. He is a coach. Oh, okay. Okay. Uh, He actually started out as a podcaster, ended up a coach. He's actually one of my, "Quote unquote virtual mentors," but he knows who I am, right? He, I mean, if you said, "Hey, it's Jesse." Oh, Jesse, yeah, I know him. You know that kind of thing. So um, he charges, get this, twelve thousand dollars a month for his coaching.
1: (laughs) Unbelievable!
0: Isn't that crazy? But and people, people do it. He has exactly. He has five or six people that he coaches a month and he gets $12,000 a month for the, for this coaching, but that's how valuable coaching can be.
1: I know. I, I believe it.
0: So when you're thinking about what to charge these people, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. don't undercharge yourself. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Okay. So personally, right now, since I'm just getting started at this, I mean, he's been doing it for like years. I'm yeah. charging anywhere between five and $700 a month, or I'm going to, I haven't done it yet. I've hadn't gotten to that point yet.
1: Um, for how many sessions?
0: It's, I'm going to start with six months worth.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So it's, it's say $700 times six.
1: But in that month, how many sessions does your uh, you're going to get two, get?
0: two sessions a month.
1: Two sessions a month. Okay.
0: But if you do the math on that, two sessions, wow. it's
2: yeah,
0: it's mind boggling. If you actually do that, if you get five, if you get five clients paying you $700 a month,
2: mm-hmm.
0: what does that monthly income end up being? Uh, uh, 50, 50 uh, 20, 20, three, 30, 35, 500 a month. Isn't
1: it? Yeah. And that's one client. No, wait, you said, no, you said five clients. <laughs> no, it's amazing.
0: Yeah. And there's people that charge a lot more than that. Oh, <sighs> You know, uh,
1: this, is, this is something else I have to think about because in Greece there's no way, and I'm not saying that to be defeatist. Like the salaries here are horrible. The whole it's a completely different setup in the states. But my, I'm going to be online, yeah, with yeah. Americans, don't, and Canadians,
0: probably. Yeah, don't yeah. Just, don't limit yourself just because you live in Greece. You have an entire world <laughs> of people that you can help. Exactly. You now, yeah. if you want to do one-on-one coaching, where you're actually sitting down and actually having yeah. a cup of coffee with them, that's one thing. Yeah! 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 But I mean, like us, I mean, I'm in the central US.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. so
0: we just happen to be on the same time schedule. I don't know how that worked out. Yes. So <laughs> but yeah. Sit down and really think about what your actual value is and your knowledge is to somebody else. So okay, let me give you a little story. This this will help okay. you.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: So Pablo Picasso, one of the biggest artists. Right, ever out there and sitting at a at a pub and doodling on a napkin. Okay. Mm-hmm. And a lady comes up and sees what he's doing. Oh, that's beautiful. Can you sell that to me? And Pablo Casa says, Yeah, I'll sell it to you. And she goes, Well, how much do you want for it? Well, twenty thousand dollars. <laughs> right? And she goes, Twenty thousand dollars. It took you five minutes to do that. Mm-hmm. And Pablo Casa said, No, it took me twenty years to do this.
1: Yes exactly
0: don't undervalue your work yes That's really what that boils down to being
1: exactly
0: people aren't buying
1: yeah.
0: people aren't buying an hour of your time they're mm-hmm. buying your experience in your lifetime for that one hour
1: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. totally agree it's funny i actually had that conversation with somebody today um he he's a he's my personal trainer and you know he's you anyway, he's he's like to get to this like level that i am i have like you know blood sweat and tears thousands of dollars um you're damn right i'm going to charge 50 euros an hour you know yeah. so yeah, i totally, i totally get it i okay. totally totally get it yeah
0: that's one thing that i've noticed when i've talked to other people about their products their coaching mm-hmm. anything else they always seem to want to under undercut themselves cuz they're afraid to charge what they think they're worth because they don't think it's, it's actually worth that much when it really, really is. It really is. So. It really is. And then once you start getting that and realizing that you can make that kind of money, then you could start doing what you want to do as far as like, you know, going to different places, geologists. I still can't say that word. (sighs) You had too (laughs) much coffee. Now now I'm overshot it. I've overshot it. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) So <laughs> oh. okay. So how does that feel to you?
1: I mean, yes, I, I, oh, definitely um it'll be a struggle point. Um but I'm these kinds of these conversations are really helping me. Okay. Um, yeah, there's there's a lot involved in in charging. Uh yeah, I, I don't really know what I want to say with this, but um you know, people yeah, you're right. Like we just, we undercut ourselves when the other person was probably willing to pay the the $300, but we go straight to the 250, you know? And Anyway, but yeah, no, no, it, it'll be a, it'll be a challenge, but I'm all overcome.
0: <laughs> okay. Re- go through that book, The Prosperous Coach. It will help you. Okay. Okay. Thank
1: you. I will. Yeah.
0: All right. So um, we got about 15 minutes Mm -hmm. or so, 15, 20 minutes Mm -hmm. left. So I want to make sure, do you have any other questions, anything else that you want to go over, anything that you want to cover um, as far as anything?
1: Honestly, I feel so nurtured and so informed and so many things I'm excited about looking into that I can't think of a specific question right now.
0: That's okay. That's okay. But I, I, I always ask that question just to be sure that we've covered everything you think that needs to be covered. Okay. All right, so I want you to give me three takeaways of what we've talked about today. Oh
1: my goodness! Okay, only three. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I hope I can refer to my notes, right?
0: Yes. Oh, absolutely. No, you put them away. No. Yeah, of course you can. Oh,
1: there was one thing. Um, something that. I have never thought of, which blew my mind, was you saying that um, I'm a leader and able to lead a team and manage a team and sort of get the best out of people to make them perform as opposed to just, you know, cracking the whip. So that was a really, it was really good to hear that. Um, and I was, you know, a little bit in like this purpose-based coaching and the real you I was kind of like oh I don't know you know who am I but then you sort of yeah you you essentially said you are that person end of story so you know whether we like to admit it or not we want validation um so that was really really good amazing um and I'm trying to think, I think mean, there's just so many. But um, I think I, I, I had talk, already sort of knew about the um, this sort of glass ceiling of what did you call it, the upper limit. Upper problem. limit problem, yeah. Mm-hmm. But I feel like that's something that for me is you know a lot of these things are never fixed. They're like lifelong work. Mm-hmm. So I think that even though I'm much better at recognizing when I'm restraining myself, um, that, that, that really sunk in, like, that's something I really, really need to work on because I am the, I, I'm my own worst enemy in so many ways. Um, like most of us, I'm much better. I like myself more now, but, uh, that's something I'm always going to have to have in mind. Oh, and sorry, I know this is the fourth one, but it just occurred to me. I love the don't own your problem. Don't It's not my imposter uh, imposter syndrome or my depression. It's depression that I happen to collide with for (laughs) once or twice. (laughs) There you go. Yeah.
0: All right. So what's the one thing you're going to do as soon as we get off of this call right now? We're going to hang up and then you're going to take a nap. No, I'm just kidding. What, 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 what? Take a nap. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) Uh,
1: Honestly, I want to look into those books. That's the one thing I would probably do. I would probably start looking into those. Um, I, I feel like I wouldn't do something tangible in terms of like start trying to drum up clients or anything like that but uh-huh. i would work with myself very good at sitting by myself i would work with myself and and just really envision how not only possible this is but how it's absolutely certain that it's going to work i would probably sit with myself it's a little bit late here it's like 9 30 p.m so i would do yeah. something quiet like that like i would just reflect
0: right there you go good yeah i, I want you to here let me show you something else too Mm-hmm. do you have any of these bad boys <laughs> sticky notes sticky notes post-it notes
1: i have a ton at the office i don't have many here so i'll have okay. to get
0: some so here's what i want you to do
1: okay. the
0: idea is that you have for example like um the real you and that kind of thing yeah sticky yeah. notes Brain dump mm. everything onto these sticky notes,
1: yes. Yes,
0: stick yes. it onto a wall,
1: okay, and look at it
0: and look at it and just <laughs> for like set a timer for five minutes.
1: Oh, uh, mm-hmm.
0: get yourself a marker and just start, okay, this, all right, and then this, mm-hmm. all right, mm-hmm. and start mm-hmm. doing
1: that. I've done vision boards and they're very effective,
0: but this. But yeah. now, what you could do is now that you have a couple ideas, start grouping them. Mm. That's the lo- that's the nice thing about sticky notes. So now you could start <laughs> session them off. Well, this is kind of like this, and this. Right. As a matter of fact, I'm working on one right now. I'll send you a picture of it so you can see where yes. I, where I've come up oh. with. So you can see how mm-hmm. to do it. And then this is how I do my brain dumping. This is how I do my brainstorming and anything like that. Cause it turns off your editing brain and turns on your creative right. brain. Right. That's so true. I'm Cause once you start getting into, once right. you start getting into editing mode, it's like, well, is this really like this? Oh, I don't know. Yeah. Or is this, I'm going to write this down, but is it really? No, you want to just dump everything and just prune everything off later. Wow.
1: That's amazing. Jesse. Yeah. That's like the, the pure raw thought without, did I capitalize? Did I use punctuation? Did I? Yes. Yeah. So.
0: so I want you to do mm-hmm. that. Okay. I want you to do that too at one point okay. or another. Okay.
1: Thank you. Yeah.
0: If you even have to steal a couple from the, from the, you know, from the office supply store, you know, whatever, but.
1: <laughs> I, think my, I think my shipping magnet boss can afford it.
0: There you go. <laughs> All right. So I'm going to ask you a quick question here. Um, Mm -hmm. I've recorded everything and I'm going to send you this. Would Mm -hmm. you be okay if I actually use the content here that we've talked about uh, for other things?
1: Absolutely. Because I like, I'm not, I'm, I'm very outgoing. And I just, if again, like, you know, uh, even about my most personal things, like you can even share that because I just, it's so important that we, connect more with each other and people see that um, they're not the only one going through a certain problem. So you can use it for absolutely anything. Okay. And I was going to ask you, um, I wanted to write you a testimonial anyway, so I'll okay. do that. Yeah. And um, and I was also going, I don't know if I'll do it tonight or tomorrow, but I was going to post uh, both as Today We Laughed and Learned and as Deborah Newt. Uh, on Instagram, that we had a like a life changing session, and because it is, um, as long as you know, it so,
0: is, that's fine. I don't want you to yeah. like put it on. The, okay,
1: <laughs> no, 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 no. I mean, I'll word it. You know, right? Okay. Uh, no, it is. I mean, it it is. It's making me feel like wow, I'm really doing this. You know, it's cementing yeah. it for me. So, thank you.
0: Yeah. Uh, so testimonials. So. Um, okay. What I like to do, and just like normal, I want to follow up with you in about a month's time and see what you've done and what you've progressed. And I'm going to hold you accountable for a lot of things that we've talked about today.
2: Okay.
0: Mm -hmm. That's going to be an important important thing. I want to know what books you've read that we've talked about. Mm -hmm. I want to hear what Mm -hmm. implementations you've had, if we have actually asked somebody to start paying you for coaching, whatever it is, Mm -hmm. something Mm -hmm. that you've done to reach these goals that you want to get to. I just, I don't, you don't even have to tell me that you've made the goals. I just want to hear that you've made progress towards the goals. Okay. 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 Hearing about sense. you actually hitting those goals would be fantastic. That would be mind blowing yeah. for me. And I would really like that, yeah. but don't feel like I'm pushing you into, you got to make this goal. Otherwise you get all stressed about it and that kind of thing. No, I don't want no. to be like that. So no, I, want no, to, no. I just want to come back to you and hear what you've done hear the progress mm-hmm. that you've made and that kind of thing.
1: Okay, that's you, absolutely. And uh, do you have to send me? A, I mean, I can even book uh, a session now with you a month from now. Um, I,
0: is your I'll, calendar? Uh, yeah, I'll have to. I've I've only gotten so far in my calendar, Lily. Okay. So, uh, okay. I'll I'll go ahead and set up the next month after that. That way, you can go into. So give me about give me like a day or so, and then oh, if you want to no go into it, that's fine. Uh, yeah, it's okay. the same. It's the same link. It's always the same. Right. So
1: okay. Okay, yeah, I'll make a note to get into it because I'm just afraid that you know I'll leave it and then uh, <laughs> miss it. So, all right. So,
0: if uh, as besides the the testimonial, mm-hmm. what I'd like to do too, especially since you're one of my first coaches, is if you feel that somebody needs a coach,
2: mm-hmm.
0: needs yes. some coaching, I want you to tell them, say, "Hey, I know this guy; he's given yeah. me one free coaching to give away." Oh, and I want you to I want you to have it. So what you're basically doing is giving this gift of a free coaching to somebody else. That's a seven hundred dollar value.
1: Oh, my God. And I have such a good idea of who I would give that to.
0: Okay, so tell them to email me or contact me on my Twitter. You know how to get how to get a hold of me. Mm
2: -hmm. Right and mm-hmm.
0: say, Hey, I have a gift for you. I want you to have this free coaching with Jesse, with DJ, however you want to
2: call mm-hmm. me mm-hmm. <laughs> DJ a little
0: more rememberable, but you know, yeah. whatever. <laughs> um, but anyway, so that now that helps me a lot because now I have a fresh person to talk to and I could yeah. take them through that process. Like we talked about that later on, I could probably, yeah. you know, have some kind of monetization happening
1: okay absolutely yes i will i have someone in mind she's, she lives here but she's actually american so um okay yeah i'm gonna think about that
0: okay yeah absolutely okay so i'm going to i'm gonna go i'm gonna send this video to you i'm gonna go ahead and stop it now since we're kind of done talking thank you for listening to the coaching edition of the undiscovered entrepreneur brought to you by Doing It Today Coaching. If you want to get across the start line, contact me, DJ Scoob, at doingittodaycoaching@gmail.com. at gmail.com. Say the words, do it now, for a free two-hour discovery call to see how I can help you in your entrepreneur adventure. Art and graphics by Elaine Wilson. Audio video by Brian Briggs of Ocean Tree Creative. And hosted by me, DJ Scoob. <laughs> Supported by my Patreon, Brian Briggs. Click links in the show notes below for more information. And always remember, I can, I am, I will, and I'm doing it today. As a worker of two full-time jobs, running a podcast and coaching, every minute counts in my day-to-day. It's hard to be consistent in any of my social medias. And at this point, I cannot hire a social media manager. Pinnacle AI to the rescue. I've been using Pinnacle AI for a couple of weeks now. I've seen big improvements in my outreach and consistency in all my social medias. Do you want to save time and increase your productivity too? Go to tuepodcast.net backslash AI for more information. Save yourself time and grow your brand. Try it now and see what it can do for you.